0: The test is, can you still be the husband and father you say you are when shit hits the fan? Hi everyone, welcome to the Rising Father Podcast. I'm Chris Rodak, another solo episode. We're going to be cranking them out now. We went to the pumpkin patch this past weekend and as usual, lots of parenting lessons happened and I try to really be intentional about monitoring my life as a dad right now and what lessons can I pull from what's happening to me. So we like to go to this pumpkin patch that's an hour away. Okay. There's a, there's about 20 that are closer to us, but this specific one is beautiful. They got great food, they have tons of activities for the kids, and it's just an amazing time. We've gone there for years and the kids love it. So for weeks our kids have been saying, "Dad, I can't wait till we get to go to this place. I can't wait till we get to pick pumpkins and go on the hay ride and do all this stuff." And they've been looking forward to it for a long time. So yesterday was the day we did it. And also, the, but the day before, I had something really annoying happen in my business. A client um, did something that was really irritating, and not not in my rising father business, in another business that I had to deal with that affected many people. And it was really in my brain, because there's many things that I have to do now that are going to take up my time to to solve this problem, and. I have to talk to the client. I've got to talk to employees. I've to talk to my wife, all, all these people to, to deal with this situation. If you're a business owner, you know, kind of this, sometimes this stuff just pops out of nowhere. Most, most of the time, right when you're about to do something with your family and it's like a test for you. The test is, can you still be the husband and father you say you are when shit hits the fan? Whenever chaos arrives, when resistance comes, who are you? Do you need everything to go your way? Do you need the sun shining? Do you, need to be, do you need to be full of sleep? Do you need a full belly? Do you need all these things? Do you need to feel good to be a good husband and father. And that's the test when these kind of things happen. So that happened on Saturday. I was dealing with it Saturday. Still not resolved. I had to deal with it Sunday, but my kids, my wife, everyone's looking forward to this trip so much. My wife said this is her favorite day of the year. This and when we go to cut our tree down. We go to this beautiful farm, and we walk around for an hour we cut the tree down we put it in our truck we go to this amazing stone restaurant with fireplaces and we come home We have the lights on we eat cookies we put the ornaments on the tree and it's just an amazing day full of light warmth and love that and then we also have um, whenever we pick pumpkins it's a similar kind of day we take a long drive out we sing we play games in the car we eat some good food, we pick pumpkins together, we go on hay rides, do corn stalk mazes, all this thing. And it's just, at, whenever you look back on the day, it's just full of light, memory, and joy. So that was the day after this bullshit happened with my business that I deal with. And I told myself, I said, I'm not gonna let that ruin this day. And how could it ruin the day? Because it didn't have anything to do with my wife. It didn't have anything to do with my kids. So what is the way that it could have ruined the day. Well, it could have ruined the day if I let it affect me. If I let this outside thing, this business thing affect me and my emotions and how I came off to my family, then I could have ruined the day. And in the past, I have ruined the day by outside things that I was stressed about. And the worse shape I was in, the more stressed I got about stupid stuff. like the. The more I didn't like who I was, if whenever I looked, whenever I looked in the mirror and I was 70 pounds too fat and I was couldn't fit into my clothes, and they were all tight and I hated how I felt. And when I was on the outing like this, I would get stressed more easily because that was just an added factor. Not a factor now. But it was my goal that day to be stoic, to be joyful, to be warm, to be loving, to be energetic and very present with my family, even though this thing was on my mind. I had to block it out. And not even just block it out. I had to just diminish its importance because years from now, it won't matter at all. Money comes and goes. Bad situations happen. Great situation sh- situations happen. They'll always happen. But you know what will be gone? My kids will be gone. My wife will be older. Things will be different than they are right now. And as a father with kids who are still in single digits and a wife who's in great health and loves him man this is the best time of my life i don't care if i'm a billionaire whenever i'm 55 it's not gonna be the same as my life right now when there's no kids at home our dog isn't around you know me and my wife the thing we do for fun is i don't know go to a country club and drink <laughs> i don't know what i'll be mean doing whenever i'm 55 20 years from now so the time i have right now is the most important And if I look back on this time and say, oh, I wasted that moment when you were 36 years old on the most beautiful fall day that you've ever had because you were worried about this business thing, I'd be very upset with myself. I'd be very upset that I wasted that moment because at that point, I would give anything to go back in time and relive that moment. And that's what it was yesterday. It was the most beautiful fall day that we've ever had lined up with this pumpkin patch outing. Every time we go, it's always 100 degrees. We're always dressed to the nines in our fall gear because we want to take good pictures. But in the pictures, we're always sweating because I'm always wearing jeans and some type of flannel with a vest on. And my wife's always dolled up. And the kids are always shoved into jeans and stuff they don't want to wear. So we can take good pictures. But it's always 100 degrees, and we're walking all over Kingdom Come to find the perfect pumpkin, and everyone's sweating, and we always want to leave. We drive an hour to get there. We walk around for an hour and a half, do the cornstalk maze because we feel like we have to. We just were like, all right, we're done with this. We get out of there. We do the pumpkin patch thing. And then whenever we're there and it's we're all melting, we all say, man, let, can we just go home and get something to eat? <laughs> that's, that's what happens whenever it's that hot. But yesterday it was high 50s everyone was dressed in warm fall outfits and it was sunny and it was just the most beautiful perfect fall day ever and i just re to myself that man this i got to make sure this is the best fall day ever so we went to the pumpkin patch and it was we stayed there the longest we ever have i think we walked around for four and a half five hours we did every little activity you could do. At this specific spot, they have a hundred different little things that kids can do. There's the pumpkin patch, you can go on a hayride, there's the cornstalk mazes, you can pick apples, there's bouncy things, there's scooters, there's slides, Just like anything you'd want to do. If you watch my Instagram stories, you can see what we did. Like everything is here. So that's where we went. And we were there for six, no, four and a half, five hours, took an hour to get there, an hour to come back. And it was just an amazing day. We were at a point where everyone just wanted to keep on staying, or in the past we wanted to go because everyone was just melting and so hot. So I just said to myself, yes, you need to make sure that you are present, you're joyful, you're warm. When anyone talks to you, you're warm and joyful. you're not worried about this thing. I talked about it a couple of times to my wife, but not in a not in a stressed out you know, hell is knocking at the door kind of way, where in the past, maybe I would have done that. We just kind of mentioned it, talked about a plan, and then moved on to the next thing and didn't let the emotion of it get to us. Because we don't want to ruin it for each other. and We don't want to ruin it for the kids. And you know, not just it's not all about my kids. This is one of my wife's favorite days. So many times during the day, I said, Well, no, I, I'm not going to just talk about this thing that's out there on my mind. To my wife, I want to talk about what we're doing now. I want to make sure she knows she's beautiful. Tell her I love her. I want to make sure that she is enjoying this day just as much as my kids are. Because I don't care. I don't need someone to set aside their time for me as a father. I don't need people worrying about me in that way. It's my job now. When I was a kid, I loved when... My parents or an adult came and just made sure that I was having a great special time or something. It made me feel really good that they were giving that to me. It is now my job as a father to give that to other people. I am the provider of warmth. I am the provider of energy, of love. I want to make other people feel safe. That is my job as the father. So I don't care what's going on, what's bothering me. That doesn't matter. I don't need the pat on the back. I need to make other people feel great. That's my job now. So that's what I'm focused. That's what I was focused on yesterday during the day. And I was successful at it. So I was proud of myself that I did that. Because like I said in the past, that wouldn't have happened. I would have let those other things get to me, pull me down. Maybe when I talked to my wife, I would have only talked about that business thing for the entire day. Or when my kids wanted me to do something. It was so on my mind that I wouldn't wouldn't have been present and energetic and passionate with them. I would have only thought about that thing. And I would have just been, you know, quiet to myself instead of, doing whatever they wanted. And that's the way I did yesterday. I just did whatever they wanted to do. We did because we had the whole day. There's no rush to go home. There is my son's nine and a half. So he'll be, you know, double digits in January. And he found this thing that he really wanted to do. And he just loved. And that was scooters. So they have all these activities. And one activity is that's new this year. They had scooters that go on a little racetrack on a gravel path and come back in a circle. So he did it, and then he asked me if I wanted to do it, and then we just raced. So we did it 10, 12 times, and then we went to something else. But throughout the day there, he kept on asking me to do it again and again. Sometimes I said yes, sometimes I said no, depending on where we were and what we were doing at that time. But we did it a lot. But I was excited about how excited he was because he's getting older. He is getting much older, and he's getting to an age where he might not be that excited to go to a pumpkin patch anymore. He might not be that excited to, you know, drive an hour, walk around, pick out pumpkins where it's just not cool. It's not, it's not exciting. It's not a spot where he really wants to spend his day. And I accept that, that they may come for me as a 36 year old. And I still like doing it, but probably if you talk to me in my teens, maybe I wouldn't have wanted to do that, but he still loves doing it. So I was excited that he was excited. So I said, If he's this excited about this part of the pumpkin patch, I'm going to encourage it and I'm going to celebrate that he's that excited. I am not going to be the one to say no when he asks me to do something. Because so many times we say, yeah, as your kids get older, they stop wanting to do things. I hear that so often. Your kids change as they get older, blah, blah, blah. So there's probably some truth to that. But also, there's also truth that us as adults, we stop wanting to do the things that our kids were excited about because we're just tired of doing them, like going to the scooters. The scooters were at the top of this large hill. We were at the bottom. We were about to leave. Everyone was tired. Everyone was ready to eat some lunch or dinner, whatever it was. We were ready to go home. And my son said, Dad, can we do the scooters? And I was like, let's do it. (laughs) <laughs> same thing i talked the last time about him wanting to ride a bike i'm not going to be the one to say no we didn't have to be home earlier we could have spent another hour there you know my wife didn't want to want to go up lauren wanted to do something different but i said let's just walk up as a family let's have a nice family walk up to the top up to the scooters and let's just do the scooters together so we walked up there and then we all just did it for another 10 times and then they went on the bouncy thing and Then me and my wife got to spend some time together just talking. So it ended up being a really nice time because we just said, Yep, let's just do it. I don't want to be the one to say no. I don't be because I said, Say I said no. I said, No, we have to go home. Or, No, I don't want to do this. No, I don't want to do this anymore. Say I said that to him. Then that means the next year we come, he would have that memory of me and just think, Well, yeah, we don't do the scooters anymore or my dad doesn't like to do the scooters. And he would then not ask to do the scooters. And maybe I would say, man, Nathan, why don't you want to do the scooters anymore? Not remembering that the year before, I was the one who said, no, I don't want to do it because it was inconvenient for me, because I was too tired or whatever it is. And yeah, our kids, of course, have to grow up, but that's a lot different than me just not wanting to do something because I'm tired. Yeah, the kids will grow up. And I don't think and nowadays they grow up very, very fast, much faster than we did with social media and iPads and phones. So I'm not worried about our kids not getting to grow up, that's of course going to happen. What I am worried about is, or what I am monitoring is me saying yes or no, to what? What am I saying yes to? What am I saying no to? And what are the motivations behind that? Am I saying no to doing certain things for selfish reasons? If so, I need to change that. I need to stop doing that. The things I'm saying yes to, are they things that will build us? Are they things that will strengthen our relationship? What is it? So I've got a list. I've got a list of things that I should say yes to, things I should say no to, and I monitor that. And there will be something that happens today that my son will ask or daughter may ask me to do. I may say yes to it, may say no to it, but I have to be at least be aware. And then also for my wife, you know, this was a special day for my wife. She loves to fall. She's a pumpkin spice person. She loves going to Starbucks and getting that pumpkin spice latte. If she's wearing a sweater in the fall, it's going to say pumpkin spice something. You know, if she's going to make a post, there will be something about pumpkin. She's that kind of lady. So this day is like her dream day, just the, fall, the epitome fall day. You know, you go to the pumpkin patch in the fall. You see all the ladies wearing their fall outfit. She's wearing it she's wearing that fall outfit she's ready to take the family photo so i also wanted to make sure i spent some time intentionally with just her it's you know yes spent time with the kids but also there were there was time when i just said all right guys go out and play cuz they're at the age now where they can run run away from us for a little bit and they'll be safe and i just walked around with my wife for a little bit we got to talk about our lives, talk about vacation coming up, talk about just how beautiful it was that day. And we just had an amazing time alone without the kids. Because I wanted her to feel special, I wanted her, I wanted to be intentional about her. And I wanted her to have an amazing day as well. So periodically throughout the day, I made sure I told her I loved her, made sure I told her she looked beautiful, made sure that she was having a great time was stress free, and I was taking care of stuff. And that you know, she was having an amazing day. And guess what that makes me feel amazing. Had I been very concerned about myself, I would have felt worse. It's the same as when you push yourself at the gym, whenever you push yourself whenever you want to have self progress in life. The thinking may be well, if this is hard, if I have to push myself, then I won't enjoy myself as more or this will bring me pain. And this is worse than giving myself a break. No, that is the complete opposite, at least for me. Say this situation happens. So say I didn't wake up early in the morning. This is a completely different day. Say I didn't wake up early in the morning, and I didn't go to the gym, and I didn't do the dishes for my wife, and I slept in, and she came down, and the dishes were done for me. I would feel a certain way. Then say on the next day, I wake up early, I go to the gym, I come back, I do my cold plunge, I meditate, I journal, I clean the whole kitchen, I do the dishes, and then she comes down and the kitchen is done for her. And the day one, I got way more sleep, maybe I have more, I'm not going to say more energy because that'd be not true. Say I I got way more sleep and something was done for me. On day two, I got less sleep. I pushed myself harder, I was in physical pain at the gym, I gave more, and I did things for other people. Which situation, on which day, am I going to feel better about myself, have more peace, have more fulfillment, have more joy? It's going to be on day two. It's going to be on the day that I gave more. It's going to be on the day that I did more things for more people, that I pushed myself where I did more and asked for less. On the day I do that, that is the day I feel great and on fire. That's how you feel on fire, by giving to people, by pushing to people, by pushing yourself so that you can give more, become more, so you can give more. Sleeping in versus less sleep. Well, what do you feel like when you're done? Depends on what you do afterwards. If you sleep in and do nothing, you're not going to feel very good. If you get less sleep, but clean the house, work out, and build yourself, you're going to feel amazing and on fire. So back to the pumpkin patch. If I was a selfish person that day, and was focused on myself on my problems and on things that I needed, I would feel like garbage, even if I got the things that I quote needed. Even if people were very concerned about me, my wife was very concerned about my well being and she was bringing me food and drink and my kids, you know, were very attentive to me. How would I feel in that situation versus how would I feel How do I feel after I was concerned about giving to my kids, giving to my wife, making sure I was providing energy and love and and warmth to them and not worried about myself? I feel much happier, much more joyful with this second variation, with what I actually did because I was giving the whole time and not taking. It's a big difference. And that's part of growing up, that's part of maturing, that's part of becoming a father is... Giving versus taking. It's why at Christmas time, it feels much better to give gifts than get them. At least for me, it does. I'm sure you fathers out there can relate. You know, you just want to watch your kids open the gifts because it's so great seeing how happy they are. It's because you are given. Sure, getting the gift feels good and it's, it's fun to screw around with, but you'd much rather see the joy and light in your kid's face or your wife's face when she gets something that proves you know, that just proves to them how much you care about them. It feels really good. So a realization I had with my kids asking me to do things that I wasn't in the mood to do, but I did anyway, was I said, all right, so you're 36 right now. You know, 20 years from now, you'll be 56 years old. All these business problems you have won't matter. You'll forget about them. You're not going to remember that email or, Whatever it is, you're not going to remember that at all. But you will look back on these photos and videos of this day, and you're going to remember that day. So, if you were watching a video of this day, and you watched yourself 36 years old, the beautiful wife with two kids, nine and seven years old, and you watched your son ask for you to race him on the scooters, and you said no because you wanted to go home a little bit earlier, what would you think about yourself? You'd be very, very disappointed and full of regret that you didn't do that because there was no real reason to leave early. It was just all about me. Had I gave into that and said, no, I don't feel like going up and doing those scooters again. I'm just going to go home. And those moments happen every single day where I have to make the decision. Am I going to be okay with myself? if I say no to this or I say yes to this. If I look back on my life, what will I think? Will I, will this add to my regrets or add to the peace I feel? So the daily decisions I make, I want them to add to the peace I feel at the end of my life. That's what helps guide me in these daily situations. So those are some of the lessons I learned over the weekend at the pumpkin patch. Thank you so much for being a subscriber and following Rising Father. I really appreciate it. If you've made it all the way to the end, please consider leaving a five-star review. Whenever you do that for podcasts, they send it out to more people, and more fathers get to hear this message, and more people get to be brought into our community. So I really appreciate it, and thank you for listening.